Good morning to you all. It's exciting this morning, and we're doing something a little bit special this morning as well. Uh, we're celebrating, this would have been my my mother, if she was still in the earth, this would have been her 96th birthday. I, I think my math is correct, her 96th birthday. So uh, we thank God for her coming through this earth because I could not exist and all my 11 uh, siblings never would have existed. I am, I am the 12th child. I'm the child of government. Uh, I'm the child of foundation. So thank God that she uh, saw fit to bring me into this world. World, um, and I was born in her old age and uh, the doctors told her she didn't need a child, but God needed me in the earth. So we celebrate her greatly on today. Today would have been her 96th birthday on today. But we thank God for all that my mother represented and all that she instilled in myself and, and my siblings. Uh, she was a very great woman, very gracious woman, didn't speak a whole lot, but had a whole lot of presence. Um, we, I can speak for all my, my siblings. My mom was always loving, always kind. Uh, never did we see hate or jealousy or anything like that demonstrated in our household. We never saw that. We always saw the generosity, the love, a spirit of forgiveness. Uh, we always saw that in our household, even when we saw what mom wasn't handled uh, correctly, we always saw her. Uh, to extend love and forgiveness and always hope uh, for people who did not do everything just right when it came to her. So uh, that's what we saw. That's what we demonstrate. I'm a very bold preacher, but I don't hold things because I, I didn't see that it demonstrated. I always believe that people can recover and always hope that they will recover and they will have a change of mind, change of heart. And that's what my mom was. She always retained hope uh, for the individuals around her. She always returned, uh, retained hope uh, for all of all of her children and her and her family members. She she always retained hope that that things would become better. And so if you didn't get a chance to meet her, I'm telling you a little bit about her so you'll know how gracious she was, how forgiving she was, how considerate she was, how unselfish she was. She was extremely unselfish. She, she never really communicated with us the things that she really wanted because she always prioritized us. Uh, she always prioritized the ones who were around her. So we, we that's what we saw. Uh, that's what we were impacted by. Uh, I didn't. I didn't plan to be a. a, a I wouldn't use the term big mouth preacher, but a voice from heaven. Uh, but my mom was always quiet, and uh, she didn't talk a whole lot at all. But she had a major expression on how she handled people, how she handled situations. We never did know really the burden that she carried. Um, being a single parent in a single parent household, we never saw the stress on her. We, we never saw that, um, which we always felt like our mom would live forever because how loving, how kind she was. And she always had a great attitude, always, always had a great attitude. Um, things that were different didn't bother her. It seemed like she could really adjust quickly. Um, and she was just, she was just that kind of person. Um, far as my wife, who you know, Lady Davis is Caucasian and, uh, she truly embraced Lady Darlene as her own daughter. Uh, Lady Darlene never felt anything negative from her. I can, I can attest to that myself, but she was just that kind of person. So many of you have come in 
to the ministry or met me uh, since she went home to be with the heaven. So you uh, be in heaven. So you never had the privilege of getting to know her. So I'm just giving you on her birthday. I'm giving you a little insight on who she was, uh, what she represented. And she believed in me. She believed in all of our, our, all my siblings. She always believed. She never stopped believing. She always felt again that there was hope. Change would come. Things would get better. And she was so excited about what she was seeing that was positive. But she was also excited about what she had the potential to see. And uh, that's exactly who she was. So I wanted to make sure that I was honoring her on, on today and I was doing it publicly honoring her on today because today would have been her, her 96th birthday. So uh, I'm going to get ready and I'm going to take you into a few other things uh, real quickly that I believe are going to be helpful. So you can go ahead and uh, let all your family members know, all your friends know that we're on and they don't want to miss the rest of what I have to say uh, on today. Uh, and then we'll begin, we'll pray and then we'll seal everything that's that's been said. Um, I'm going to take you to the book of Luke um, chapter 7. The book of Luke chapter 7 and in the book of Luke chapter 7 it gives us um, this this period of time that Jesus is in where uh, Jesus is really coming on the scene John is digressing um, John has to decrease so Jesus can increase so John is moving off of the scene Jesus is coming on the scene so in, in Luke chapter 7 verse 19 and verse 20 is where I'll start reading to help you better understand what to expect and where you are in this season so make sure you go ahead and um, get all your friends on so they can hear this because they they do fit into this uh, that's Luke chapter 7 verse 19 and verse 20 and John calling two of his disciples to him sent them to Jesus saying are you the coming one or do we look for another when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you saying, are you the coming one or do we look for another? Now, you noticed on last week, I started talking about uh, you're the one, I'm the one. Uh, that's very important. And if you want to, you can go ahead and write that down. I am the one. I am the one. I am going to, in uh, sometime in this year, I'm going to start doing a tour, and that tour will be promoting I am the one to get you to better understand that you are the one for certain levels of operation, of influence. You are the one. Uh, and you, you, you're sometimes you're waiting on someone else to step up and you're the one that should be stepping up. You're the one that should be embracing the moment, whether it be in your family again, uh, in your community, uh, in your state, uh, in your nation or uh, globally, you, 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 you are the one while you're saying I am the one It's very important because John is now going off of the scene and he wants to know before he leaves off of the scene, uh, is Jesus the one? He said, are you the coming one or do we look for another? Are you the coming one or do we look for another? I want to, I want to solidify it. I want to settle it with you uh, right now that you are the one. You're no longer having an identity crisis. You're no longer going through uh, any type of turbulence in your thinking. 
you are the one. So if you are the one, you understand that you're embracing it is most important. Then the next thing you, you learn is what area has God place you in this earth, uh, whether it be anointing or wisdom or intelligence to impact that particular area. Um, sometimes we fail because we're trying to impact an area that we're not the one in. But there's always an area for everyone that I'm speaking to, there's an area that you're the one. No one else can do what you're called and um, experienced and trained to do in that area. No one else could fit that. You are the one. John's asking this question. He sends his, his disciples, his trained guys, he sends two of them to ask Jesus, uh, are you the coming one? We know that, that an answer and a solution is coming. Uh, but we need to know, I need to know because it's, it's a little bit difficult. I need to know, are you the coming one? We were expecting someone, but I need to know, are you uh, the coming one? So he sends, gets his, his, he asks this question. So I'm going to take you through about three things real quickly. And I think this is going to be very helpful to you. And, and some of you are thinking, uh, how can I be the one? Look at where I am. Look at the condition that I'm in. Look at the things that I'm going through. Uh, I want to make this announcement. It didn't destroy you. Why didn't it destroy you? Because you are the one. <laughs> you are the one. So in this first, this first point, uh, Jesus is our example as well as our Savior and King. Jesus is our example as well as our Savior and King. Jesus is our example as well as our Savior and King. Now, the problem with, and I would speak for us to church, the problem with the church is they believe that Jesus can do things and they can't do anything. They believe that Jesus can do things and they can't do anything. And that's a major problem because Jesus said, because I'm going away, greater work shall you do because I am leaving. So Jesus tells us and tells the disciples in which he's talking to us who become, they become apostles. Uh, you're going to do greater than me. Now, I don't know where we drop the ball thinking that, that Jesus is always up on this pedestal and he is, he is king. His name is more powerful than any name in the earth, but his name used by us would give us the ability to do some powerful things while we're in the earth. So Jesus was our example of how we should operate in power and dominion that that he is an example so if we use him as an example as a model then we'll operate as he did and greater so that is the example so if you're taking jesus as a true model and the true example not just your savior but and your king but he is the example of how you should walk through the earth how you should dominate in the earth because he did he dominated in the earth you are the one because jesus was the one then john asked about it and it got his answer so you are the one on whatever level that god has called you to operate on you are the one and Jesus was the example. Now it's your turn to be an example and bring forth strength in the body, strength in the world to the people who are in uh, engaging in any level of relationship with you. You are the one, whether you be a father, mother, uh, son or daughter, whether you be um, uh, in school or in college or you're, you're, you're working a job or you're an entrepreneur 
uh, whether you're in, in politics, arts and entertainment, whatever you may be engaged in, you are the one. Jesus was the example. John was asking, are you the coming one? And the answer to that was yes. Why was it yes? Number two, the results will prove that you are the one. The results will prove that you are the one. The results will prove that you are the one. Now, many of you who are listening to me this morning, uh, you, you, you think more about what you've been through than where you're going. You think more about what you've been through than where you're going. Well, what you're going through is proof to where you're going because no one could have made it through what you have made it through. No one could have endured what you have endured and stay sane uh, going through all that experience and all that if you weren't the one. So the results are speaking to the fact that you are the one. It's speaking to that fact that you were able to process and make it through. And now you're, you're moving, if you're not on the other side, you're moving closer to the other side of it. And it didn't make you just quit altogether. You're still, you're still together. Anything that has value has to go through a proving process. And that proving process says is not always the signs and wonders and miracles that Jesus done, but there was a proving process before he done any signs, wonders, and miracles. He was tempted by the devil. He was in the wilderness. He was hungry. He was challenged to throw himself off of the pinnacle of the temple. He was challenged to worship uh, Satan and all that he represented so he could obtain the kingdom. So he went through this entire process because he was the one. I want to make an announcement because some of you think because you have been going through things, you have been thinking that you're not the one. I want to make the announcement. What you have been going through is the proof that you're the one because if you were not the one, you would not have been tested like you have been tested. I realized that I am the one, so I had to be tested so that God can use me on the level that he wants to use me on. Based on how God is going to use you, that's going to determine the, the level of testing or the pressure of testing that you go through. So you are the one. You're not dead. It didn't kill you. You didn't commit suicide. You didn't throw the towel in completely. You may have had your hand up to throw the towel in, but you did not throw the towel in. It may have been some of the worst days that you could ever experience, but guess what? You had another day is Tuesday is refresh your morning and you might as well get positive information for the turbulent day that you've been through. I say that again. You might as well get positive information for the turbulent day that you've been through. I'll, I'll touch on this real quickly and then I'll go to my third point. Some of you, you know, uh, you've been tested in the area. How are you going to love people who are unlovable? It's a test. It's a test to prove that you are the one. Only only those who know that you are the one can love the unlovable. Only you who know you can, you're the one can love your, the people who hate you or the people who, who, who have become an enemy that mean an opposer to you. Only those who are the one can demonstrate that. It's not that you're a fool, it's that you're liberated on the inside and you know that you're the one. So what they done to you, what happened around you doesn't change the fact 
that you're the one. In fact, it reinforces the fact that you are the one. So my troubles, my challenges, my opposition, all those things were speaking to who I am. If I had no challenges, I may be in question, but I am not in question because of the challenges showed me I am the one. So uh, you can put that in the captions again, because I need you to keep saying this, I am the one, I am the one. So everything that you've been through, everything that you have been experiencing, everything that was seemingly distasteful was an announcement that you are the one. So my last point is this, and then we'll start to pray. Uh, the last point is they will have to look no further. They will have to look no further. John said, uh, sent the message, are you the common one or do we look for another? You need to write it in. You don't have to look any further. You don't have to look any further. I am the one. I embrace the fact that I am the one. You don't have to look any further. I've survived. I've survived COVID-19. I have survived all of the criticism. I have survived all the trauma. I've survived all the adjustments. I've survived all the heartache. I've survived all the brokenness of heart that I experienced on my journey. I've survived it. I'm still here. If you can hear me, you are the one. You have survived it. It doesn't mean that you've done everything right, but you didn't die. The thing that's right about you is that you didn't die and you didn't quit. And you always knew that something is going to get better at some point in time because you're the one. Because when you're the one, you're the only ones that think that there's going to be a better day when you're in your worst day. So worst days are an announcement that the better days are coming. And every one of you who have experienced COVID-19 and you still here after eight, over 800,000 people are gone, you, you are the one. You, you experienced a deadly virus. You experienced a deadly virus. I don't care which, which one it was. You experienced a deadly virus and you're still here. You want to know why? You're the one. You, uh, some of you experience so much pressure that you didn't know what you were going to do. What you're going to do is you're going to keep on living because you are the one. So you've been tested, you've been tried. Now it's time to embrace the fact you are the one. I am the one. I still have my mind. I still have my strength and I still have love for God. And I still have love for people. I am the one. You are the one. And that's why God has called you. And that's why God has anointed you. So you're the example. Never let Jesus just be your savior and king. Let him be your example of what you're going to do in this earth. Don't ever forget that you have already proven through your survival that the results are there, pointing to the fact that you are the one. And now people are wondering, are we got, or do we need to look for someone else? Is there someone else coming? No, no, you've met them. All that I've been through has solidified the fact that I am the one. It solidified the fact that you are the one. They don't have to look any further. Anybody that's looking any further on, on on the level that you're called to and anointed to operate and if they're looking for someone else they did not hear from the holy spirit because you are the one there is no replacement for you there is no other model for you there is no other that can do what you have been designed and proven to be able to do so if they look over you if the problem is with them is not you don't ever again after today 
think that you're the problem because they overlook you because the scales have not fallen from their eyes if they look over you. John was making sure that while he was under pressure, things were changing. He was making sure that everybody knew that Jesus was the one. Jesus said, all you got to do, do is look at what I've been through. All you got to do is look at what I'm doing. All you got to do is look at the results. That is a representation without me making the announcement that I am the one. It's not what you say, it's what the results are that come from your life when all opposition has been there, but you're still standing strong. I believe we need to pray now. I knew, I told you we were going to have a good time because you're the one and we're all go, always going to have a good time <laughs> because you're the one. And I understand what it is to be the one. And now you're understanding what it is to be the one. So we're going to pray and we're going to fortify everything that I just said, because you're the one. Father, we bless you. We honor you this morning. We thank you for refresh your morning. We thank you for these, God, that you have pointed out, that you have already taken through the pressure test, the proving test. You've already taken them through. There may be other things that you take them through because they're still yet growing. But Father, we thank you that it's already been proven. If not proven over their lifetime, it's been proven over the last two to three years that they are the one. And Father, because they are the one, you're going to, you're going to re reinforce. God, you're going to continue to validate the fact that they are the one. Do we look for another? There is no other to look for. They are the authentic. They are the ones that you've solidified and you planned and you placed for such a time as this. They could not have been born in any other generation, Father. They could not have been in any other place. Their geographical location right now was divined by, designed by you so, because they are the one, God. They're not out of place. They're right in place, but they need to think like you're telling them to think. They are the one. Jesus did not have to go through a fast to, to tell and send a message back that he was the one. You are the one. It doesn't take another day of fasting to prove it. It's your embracing the fact that you are the one. In whatever area that God has called you to, there is nobody else in that area that can do what you do. There is nobody else in that area that's anointed like you're anointed. There's nobody else in that area that has the wisdom concerning that thing like you have the wisdom concerning it. There's nobody in that area that has the ability to remain standing and solid in that area like you are. And it's the endurance on the inside of you that solidifies the fact that you are the one. Father, we thank you right now that the pressure did not destroy them nor break them. Father, the pressure made them. They are now fortified because they are the one. And Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this refresher morning. We thank you for what you're doing because you're speaking to your people. We're only speaking to what already exists. We're only validating what heaven has already validated. We're only lifting what heaven has already lifted. We're only calling it what you've already called it in heaven. So we echo it in the earth right now. And as we echo it in the earth right now, the people of God begin to walk in their divine purpose. They begin to walk in the strength and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. They understand that they are, and Jesus was an example that they should follow and they should walk after. And Father, because they're walking after that example, they're getting 
getting the results, God, that Jesus got while he was in the earth. Yes, God, the proof that he was the one is that he got up from darkness. He got up from the tomb. God, people are this morning getting up from the tomb. They're getting their recovering from the bruising and the whippings and the, all the things that were crucified them, God. They're, they're getting up from the dark sealed places that they thought they would never come out of. They put them in places, God, that, that, that were temporary and they, that the enemy thought that they were permanent, God. There is nothing that has been permanent about any place that, has, that, that the enemy has placed those who belong to you. God, any enemy that thought there was a permanent darkness, that was a permanent tomb, that was a permanent place beneath God has been fooled because no place that's underneath is permanent. Every place that you have for us is being the head, not the tail, being above only and never beneath. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the example of Jesus Christ that we always have the ability to get up. We always have the ability to come back, God, because we are the one. God, we're not we're not regretting going down. We're celebrating coming up. And God, we're not angry with those who participated in our demise, God. We celebrate them because they helped us through the process to prove that we are the one. And Father, because we are the one, because you have chosen us for such a time as this, we rise to the occasion. We will not, never again allow our minds to trick us out of our identity because as long as we know who we are and whose we are, God, we'll walk in the divine purpose. We will begin to attract things to us that was looking for the identity inwardly, God, that we are the ones. Now we begin to attract from the north, south, east, and west. We attract favor. We attract resources. We attract everything that's needed for those who understand that they're the ones. Father, when we understand we're the ones, we're like a magnet to finances. We're like a magnet to, to people who've been looking for someone to stand in those areas. We're like a magnet, God. Make us like a magnet where we draw in everything that's needed to accomplish your will while we're in this earth realm. God, if we can embrace the fact that we are the ones because we have been proven and tried and tested and some things people don't even know we've been through, but here we are today. We're still standing. We're still decreeing and declaring. We're still owning the name of Jesus Christ and saying that we are the example, but not only are we a, the example just like Jesus was the one. We are the one. We're the ones in 2022, God. We're the ones on this January the 25th. We are the ones. And God, because we are the one, we will walk in it. We will talk like it. We will get, we will have the posture of it, God. We are not ashamed of it. You have called us for such a time as this, and we will not be denied. God, there may have been delays, but we will not be denied because of what you're doing. Even right now, you're fortified our identity. We know the devil's shaking in his boots right now, but God, it doesn't change the fact that you called us for such a time as this. We rise up. We rise up in the spirit. We rise up in, in the, the, the natural thinking of our minds, God, that brings us into the fullness of what you decreed and declared for us. We will no longer, God, be bound up in our psychological state. We will be released and we are released, God. We grab a hold of our identity and we will never let it go ever again. We thank you and we bless you this morning, God. You have completely defined who we are and you've completely shown us who we are and you've completely brought us through and we didn't come through without you. We came through with you and because we come through with you, God, we will never leave you and you have already promised us you would never leave us nor will you 
forsaken us. You will be with us into the ends of the age, God. If you chose us, God, then that was a process. But God, we know who we are. We know whose we are. And we are the ones. We declare it, God, verbally. We declare it in writing. We confess it on a daily basis. We look in the mirror and tell ourselves, even when it's the worst day of our lives, that we are the ones. And you got to keep talking. And I promise you, you're going to attract everything you need in order to get you through and get you over and others through and over in their lives. So we thank you, Father. We bless you. We honor you for this morning. We honor you for all that you're doing for your people. We honor you for bringing more and more identity. We thank you and we bless you right now, God, that you're going to continue to unfold. You're going to continue to unfold the identity of your people because they have chosen to embrace the fact that they are the ones. So we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and we give you all the praise and they will never take a back seat again in life. They will never take a back seat again in the fact that you call them to the forefront for such a time as this. You have privileged them to be able to hear something that resounds and resonates on the inside of them. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it's been tough. Yes, it was heart-wrenching, but we're still here because we're still here. We are the ones. We thank you for every trial that brought our identity. We thank you, God, for everything that seemed difficult, but now we knowing who we are. And thank you, God, for allowing us to survive long enough to hear the fact that everything that we have experienced was only speaking to who we truly are. And we appreciate you and we have been proven and we are awakened this morning to our potential and who we are in Christ Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I've enjoyed being with you this morning, whether it be through streaming on Facebook, YouTube, wherever, uh, on the conference call. I've enjoyed being with you this morning. Have a great day. You're the one. Don't let anything change the fact that you have embraced who you are. Um, wherever you operate, you're the one. When you walk in the room, you're the one. <laughs> Whatever's going on, you are the one. Get ready. Start praying about this tool because I'm going to take it everywhere. I mean, everywhere I have influence, I am going to take that message. You are the one. So you're the one and you keep announcing it. If anybody wants to know what you're talking about, just tell them, come and listen to me. And I'll tell them what you're talking about, or you can explain it yourself because you are the one. You're not arrogant, you're sure. And that's what the devil's afraid of, that you will be sure in this moment of your life. So God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. I look forward to seeing many of you tomorrow night. Uh, those of you I don't see tomorrow night, we'll, we'll be back next Tuesday. Yeah. And we're going to take it to another dimension. We're, we're not going levels anymore because we're the ones we're going to mention. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I love you. Lady Davis loves you. Refresh family, refresh nation. We love you. God bless you. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.